Welcome, welcome. You're now tuning in to Top 5 Podcast, the weekly millennial podcast where we unpack what's relevant in the culture. Everything from music, sports, politics, and anything in between. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the vibes. All right, y'all. You're tuned in to Top 5 Podcast. You're listening to Joby E. We've got Duke in the house. What's happening, y'all? Our guy Torin B, a.k.a. TB, a.k.a. Tuberculosis. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> yo. <laughs> Wait a minute. All right, all right. We've got Michael. Michael's in the house. What's going on, everybody? And our guy Marquise, a.k.a. Keese. All right, folks, we are at episode three at this Another one. point. And I think this is a good little time for us to, um, your hands, Ashley, that's crazy. Um, this is a good little time for us to let our listeners know kind of where we're from. All right. Does anybody want to kick it off? Who wants to? I know you know Torn wants to tell people where, he, where he's from. <laughs> couldn't wait. Couldn't wait. Oh, yeah, I know I'm from New York, the Bronx to be specific. You know what I'm saying? You know, so specific. Duke, isn't the Bronx like one of the dirtiest places in America? <laughs> oh, uh, yes. Yeah. And, and so is dirty, dirty. You know, you know what's so funny about it? Jersey's nickname is Dirty Jers. So uh, who's really dirty? You got something to tell us, Duke? You know, Jersey is the shores are dirty. That's it. The ocean is dirty. Uh, people here fist pump. You know what I mean? I think Jersey just has a bad stigma. I hate they still fist pump. Yeah, I mean, they, they the people that was on Jersey Shore really wasn't here from Jersey. You know what I mean? It was from like Rhode Island, but they just had them here in one house, like the real world. Uh, had them here camped out in Jersey, but I don't claim Jersey to be honest with you. I claim everywhere, but um, I claim Philly. I claim Philly. Like that's that's our nightlife. Is that very much of an upgrade though? I just feel like whoa, nah, Philly, hey, Philly, yeah. Philly, <laughs> Philly's cool. Philly's cool. Philly, I, I, I bang with Philly. I, I claim Philly because Jersey doesn't have any identity, you know. And uh, I lived in Illinois, and I would tell people I'm from South Jersey, and they just wouldn't know, you know what I mean? Or I'm in the DMV, and I would tell people like I'm from South Jersey, so they'll be like, oh, like, like, like Nork. I'm like, nah, like Philly. So it's a, it's the closest thing that I could claim um, for people who don't really know the the tri-state region. Okay. Okay. But, well. but let's not sidetrack. The, the Bronx is the dirtiest place in America. <laughs> oh my god. Oh man. And you know what? We have a lot of famous people coming out the Bronx. Who famous from? Jer- I mean, Philly. My bad. <laughs> you can't remember which one you from. Well, first of all, <laughs> if we want to put both in one category, we got Joe Scott from Philly. We got uh, Queen Latifah from. Oh, stop, 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 stop doing Philly. You're not from Philly, bro. All right, so let's do Jersey then. Jersey, we got, yeah, uh, Jersey, yeah. We got Joe Budden. We got Whitney Houston. Joe Budden. Uh, Jersey can have an identity if they want. I'm just saying, but y'all, you you too busy claiming Philly and North Jersey claiming New York. Y'all we got we got, we got Kenyon Martin. You know what I mean? Like we got Kyrie. So why don't y'all claim Baltimore though? Because the Metro doesn't go to Baltimore. There's the history of that, too. The Metro does not go. And let me tell you something. Baltimore is a completely different city from D.C. Just because they're close in proximity, it's like night and day. Yeah. Completely different. Baltimore has their own identity. They got their own thing going. They're not like Jersey. They know who they are. <laughs> and Baltimore and D.C. are two separate places. When you, when you run across a nigga from Baltimore, you know. You they know. You know they're from Baltimore. They're going to let you know they're from Baltimore. D.C.? Pants be baggy. It's either the pants it's a really be or they really tight. Yo, but oh, no. real shit, real hey, shit. Yo. <laughs> you said that you've lived in every part of the DMV. I do not fuck with Virginia at all. I don't I don't play in Virginia. I don't do nothing in Virginia. I don't yeah. no time. Virginia. Which part? Or yeah. the, the whole part. state? Oh, I like the Nova. Nova's I right. Nova's I, right, but mm-hmm. anything other than Nova. I say this. I say this. The the, the best part about the only good part about Virginia is a school system. That's where I went to school, high school. And it was like one of the top 
public school systems in the nation. Great resources. Other than that, eh, I wouldn't write. You get pulled over for anything there, you're going to jail. If you drive too fast, you're going to jail. And they'll hit your heads on tickets. It's a commonwealth. So yeah, if anybody doesn't know anything about a commonwealth state, look it up. But it's a commonwealth. So in the south, my brother graduated from Robert E. Lee High School. They changed the name now, but it was Robert E. Lee High School. So that is nuts. They got schools in Florida. Um, it's like a whole city called Plantation. It's there's a Plantation High School. Oh yeah, like it dash that blows my mind. There's some athletes coming out of Plantation High School though. Facts. Still to this day. To this day. Yeah. All right, so I'm from Salisbury, North Carolina. It's like an hour out of Charlotte. But I've probably been in Maryland more than North Carolina now that I think about it. Yeah, I mean, thinking about that now, because I was just like, after I came back from Marine Corps, came back up here, I don't know. I'm like split between two, honestly. I'm mad at that. I'm mad at that. I just want to say I could claim the DMV a little bit too. I know my way around. Mike, Mike can speak on it. Oh, Jesus. You know what I'm saying? I'll oh, be outside. Whatever, yo. Whatever, yo. Yeah. You from the with the college. You probably Indeed. been waiting to announce it's you from the Bronx since episode one. You know, New York niggas can't wait to tell people they from New York. Can't go five minutes without <laughs> I wanted me to tell y'all. Pipe down, pipe down. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Look, someone went to college in, in, in the DMV, right? And we're talking about August. School starts in August or whatever. There's no reason to wear Tim's and, <laughs> and a Yankee. But the reason why is because, uh, yeah, they going to know I'm from New York. <laughs> Yeah, it's cold in Maryland too, man. It's not cold. in August. Not in August. My probably had that shit laid out on at his nighttime. bed. <laughs> 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 oh, no. A nice, nice little, nice little fitted, you know, brim cocked a little bit. <laughs> no, let me stop. All right, y'all. Well, I know we probably thank you for sharing where y'all come from. You know, um, we were probably all in different stages of our life back in 2011, 10 whole years ago, but that was a really popping year for music as a whole. I think it'd be really cool if we ran through like our top five favorite albums or mixtapes from 2011 that are now turning 10 years old. Yeah, let's rock out with it. So 2011, I was graduating high school. Uh, I'm gonna start off with Watch the Throne. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a huge Hove fan. Uh, Yay and Hove collabed on that album. You uh you had Otis, uh, niggas in Paris, no church in a while. It's probably one of my favorite joints. No, that shit cranked. Yeah, definitely. That came out when I was back in the Marine Corps, and we used to go around like city to city, especially when the tour came. Dog, that shit was crazy. The concert itself was just like eye popping as far as like where concerts were going. I know it's a separate topic as far as like actual performers versus people who just come out with music, but that was it. You had the, the lights, the flashing lights, the smoke at the concerts. Like, it was a whole look, really good production. Um, next on my list is uh, J. Cole, The Sideline. You know, that, that was definitely one of my... I'm a, I, love, I love Cole, you know what I mean? I'm, that's, that's what I rock with. You know, I think Cole is probably one of the, the top five rappers in my, in my catalog. So uh, I'm rocking with that giant. Rolling Papers with Wiz. I think that's when Wiz was definitely at his prime. Drake's Take Care. That's Drake's Mar- best album. Oh, oh, definitely. I definitely. Marvin's Room and Headlines was on that joint. Um, and then Wale's Ambition. I think w- that was when Wale was really at his prime. You had Ambition, Lotus Flower Bomb. I feel like the whole DMV was going crazy over, over the whole album. Um, everybody in high school was going crazy over the whole album. Like It was just an overall good project. I agree. You basically, you took a lot of the ones that I was going to mention. Um, I was definitely going to mention J. Cole's Sideline Story. Uh, that still in rotation, um, along with his Friday Night Lights mixtape. I love that, but I know Friday Night Lights didn't come out in 2011, but... And bruh, songs from on Friday behalf Night of North Lights. Carolina, when that drink came out, that's all you heard everywhere. I'm sure. We'll go yeah, school yeah. to school, wherever we were. That's all we were listening to, yeah, 24-7. Yeah, cool. All y'all had was like Petey Pablo, right? <laughs> hey, yo, chill out. <laughs> Take your shirt off. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure by 2011, that song probably got old, so I'm glad they... Yo, that's hilarious. So, yeah, oh Sideline Story, that's one. We got Section 80 by, uh, Ooh, by Kendrick. Hey, that hey, one, that one's there. That's in my top five for sure. Um, Didn't didn't 2 Chains drop a project in 2011? Yeah. What was the 2 Chains project? True, true Religion. True Religion. Oh, so, True Religion. In, 2011, I was in high school 
And the car I was driving in high school, like the radio, nothing on the radio worked besides the um, the CD player. Like I couldn't listen to the radio. I didn't have Bluetooth, nothing like that. So I would burn like CDs and like the, and I, would, I had like maybe three in rotation, three, four in rotation. Cause then my mom started crabbing about like LimeWire and all that. She used to like undownload it from the computer. Um, and so two chains shit, he had like a bunch on him. And I feel like I basically made a different album and these were some of the songs, like it's just very nostalgic for me. Um, I'm also going to say Nostalgia by Frank Ocean. That um, project came out. He had songs for women on there, Swim Good. They need to let that project be great and put it onto Apple Music, please. Um, so I said Section 80, Sideline Story, Nostalgia. You already said so Take Care. But again, Take Care, Drake's best album, period. With nothing was the same as a close second, I guess. But Take Care is still better. Um, and then last but not least, I have to mention um, House of Balloons by The Weeknd. Like, I think that is his best project, period. Uh, you know, I, I, I like that. I like that list. Um, if Trilogy was replacing um how was a house of balloons the same mm -hmm. I definitely think trilogy would have is, is probably one of the weekend's best albums house of balloons the one with high for this and what you need and all that other stuff even though thursday got that one song with drake the uh the zone yes i yep. like the zone that's yep. a that's a good one along with like the birds part one and part two but aside from those two projects by and Echoes of Silence also came out in that same year. Aside from those three, like those are his, that's his peak. I don't think The Weeknd's ever going to top those three projects for me personally. But Word. that's my vibe. You was making your playlist back in the day, huh? I've been on this. Come on. Been with the vibes. This is me. <laughs> All right. Anybody want to go next? Yeah, I'm going to have to, um, I'm going to definitely have to go with Live Love ASAP. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like ASAP, ASAP Rocky had a whole wave, had his own team going crazy. He had the whole, everybody was really on that mixtape. It was like different. You had pesos on there. It was like different. So I'm gonna have to go with that one. Dream that's Chase that, is uh, one. That's that project with uh, fucking problems. Nah, that, that was the, the out. Nah, that was um, Long Live ASAP. That was next oh, year. Oh, just kidding, just kidding. Yeah, one, one for good. Shout out 143rd and Broadway. <laughs> Whatever, you already know. Nah, but look. <laughs> Dream Chaser 1 was great, Duke. I'm surprised you ain't say that. You know what I'm saying? A little disappointed. But Dream Chaser 1 was nuts. You had House Party on there. You yeah. had I didn't burn. know we could put mixtape. That was like... Damn, Burn was... I mean, burn. Let that shit burn. That was yeah. crazy. Like, yeah. that had everybody going wild. Um, I'm going to have to go with Carter 4. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, matter of fact, I'm going to go watch The Throne first because, you know, Jay-Z was throwing shots on there. Then Lil Wayne came back on Carter Four, so you know I was in tune with both of them. Like, oh yeah, this is crazy. You know what I'm saying? Probably not his best, definitely not his best Carter, but you know what I'm saying? What's that? Uh, gave y'all four, and I'm gonna have to go with uh, sorry for the wait. You know what I'm saying? They both, you know what I'm saying? Lil Wayne put out a little sample first before the album, so that's my five right there. I'm not gonna hold you. The sorry for the wait. I used to get tight whenever I thought it was one song playing and then I heard the fucking lighter flick and I'm like, oh, it's this, <laughs> it's this nigga version of this shit. I used to get mad tight. But all right, I'm not mad at that. Sitting on the runway. Please, please, please. Don't nobody need that. <laughs> Better than can't rap, bro. My bad, my bad. Yo, he, he raps on every pod we have. He I has do, I do. Segment. I be feeling it sometimes. Like. Please stop. What's in your cup? You got that wine popping today? Uh, it's a little uh Merlot. You know, we going with the the red wine today. Okay, this is a little bit off topic, but I went on a oh, date damn. once. <laughs> oh damn! Date. What happened? Here we go. This goddamn meathead. It, they was like offering like wine tasting or whatever, and he was like, "Yeah, I'll go ahead and try the Merlot." Oh, oh take god! Me home, take me home right now. Take the me home. Merlot. They probably was looking like. Sir, <laughs> where, where, where was he from? He from out here. He was Billy. from out here. Oh, that's the DMV. Nah, I mean, I'm just saying, what would you do if like they came back and he was like, no, actually, I studied in France for like three years. I know how to pronounce it. It's actually pronounced Merlot. That's cap. Like, what are you talking about? Then everybody there would have been sitting there like, oh, 
No, I would have said that's you cap. It. You lying. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Listen, who's to say? Who's to say how it's pronounced? All right. Whatever, yo. Anyways, what's your top five since you got so much to say, Michael? You know what? Actually, I don't I don't have a top five from 2011. 2011 was a was a, a crazy year, right? It was it was my first year at Bowie State, but I will say that that all these albums that y'all naming was like the soundtracks for my college, my college years and everything like that. So it was nothing but positive memories. Um I, oh, nostalgia. Yeah, man. I mean, look, you, 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 <laughs> those those albums really take me back. I do, I will say, I do remember Beyonce dropped the album in 2011. I think it was like four. Was that one? Yeah, four or something like that. That was a hot, to me, that was the last Beyonce album that like was like classic, like, you know, the 09, 07 Beyonce. After that, she started, you know, getting into this, the new, I guess, new age. She shifted her career a little bit. And I mean, it works for some, but I like that album. Watch the Throne to me was overrated. I know a lot of people look at me crazy, but I mean, those are two legendary artists and I think their name and their legend really took the album further than the music actually did. Like, don't get me wrong, they had some good songs on there, but for people to be talking about it like it was legendary and everything like that, mm-hmm. both of them had had solo albums that were so much better than that one. And like I said, I think it was their legend. The fact that it was Jay-Z and Kanye, no matter what they put out, people were gonna bang with it. Like, I think it was just the fact that they had a collab and the music just sounded different from anything anybody really ever heard. Yeah, I mean, it sounded different, but it wasn't like it was like, like to this day, there's some songs that I'll turn on there and it's, yeah, okay, it's cool. I listen to it, but it's not like, I got to stop what I'm doing. Man, I remember this. And I mean, it was it was cool, but I don't think it was like top notch, in my opinion. The weekend, that was cool. Nobody mentioned Adele. Adele dropped in 2011. You mentioned yeah, we, Adele. So. We're gonna need to do an honorable mention too, because this is a couple we missing. And I know y'all miss Janae Aiko. I always mispronounce her name. I don't know how to pronounce her name. But Janae I love Aiko. her. Right? Janae Janae Aiko, Aiko, right? I guess. Sounds good. Yeah. But yeah, she I think she dropped like a mixtape or something in 2011 and something like that. And I mean that was fire too. So of course Drake, I get all the Drake albums mixed up, but those are all like the soundtrack. Uh, you know, some of the funnest times of my life, man. 2011, it's all a blur now. <laughs> so in 2011, you was in your dorm just, just bumping Janae? Hey, man. Actually, a chick Ain't nothing put- wrong with that. Don't, don't nah, it's, it. I'm not saying nothing's wrong with it, but I'm just... <laughs> You're actually, trying to actually, actually a, chick, a chick put me on a Janae. She was like, hey, listen to this song. And it was Shout out to her if you're listening. Yeah, okay. so yeah, she put me on a Janae. And then, yeah, I mean, hey, look, man. Everybody wasn't that always Beyonce listening. Album, that Beyonce album brings back some like eh, memories. It was like, that was the year I'm remembering now because you mentioned that album that I tore my ACL and my meniscus and I had to get my surgery done up in Jersey uh, at my sister's house. And she was, she played that album into the ground for me. Like whenever my sister get like latches on to like an album or a song that she really fucked with, she gonna run it into the ground. And that was the album that was playing as I was so distraught about my knee being fucking in smithereens. Like nuts. Damn, did she think that was gonna make you feel better playing, replaying that or? She wasn't, she wasn't thinking about nothing. She was worried about oh, listening okay, okay. to her Beyonce. <laughs> I don't care who you are. When you hear party or something like that, you gonna feel a little bit better. That's a, that's Which a- version do you like better? With the version with J-Core or the version with Andre 3000? Andre. Andre. I don't, I don't when I hear party, I don't, I'm not going to play J. Cole at a family reunion or some shit like that and expect people to dance and feel good and all that stuff like that. J. Cole. Hold on, there's a couple J. Cole songs you could play at a family reunion. Okay. Like what? And we got a good thing. Yo, chill, chill. What's that workout? That's workout, right? You could definitely throw some workout on. Like, I'm on my LeBron oh. shit. I, I don't really know the lyrics like that, but I know how to harm Hey, yo, this man said yabba dabba do. Yabba dabba do. Hey, Keith, did you give me a five? You said, all right. I didn't, y'all, y'all took like most of the albums that I was going to have. But what I was going to do was instead, I was going to throw in like the mixtapes and albums that dropped around that time that was in high rotation for me. So one that I didn't think was going to get passed was Future uh, mm. Story, True Story. It's a good one. Especially when that Tony Montana drop. Mm. Mm-hmm. I can't believe that one. I can't believe that one missed. Cause that was an instant rotation. Cause that was like leading up toward towards peak uh, future. 
because that's it all began and just whew, took off from there. Then I don't know if anybody was ever going to say this one, but Big Crit. Big Crit okay. needs his roses. He needs the that recognition. Is, thank you. Roses. He deserves it, it for sure. Return for forever. That's the one that country shit was popping. So down there where I'm at, everybody with their cars, everything done up. That you already knew. Every anytime we went somewhere, that was bumping somebody. Someone's bass rattling. Everybody, the cars, all the windows, especially how we chilling out there in front of cookout. Hell yeah. That was the spot. So after you go to the club, cookouts open 24-7, basically. So you'll leave the club and everybody would sit in the parking lot, get food, keep drinking, and I mean, you talk your shit. And that's, that's some country shit. That. That's definitely some country I'm shit. I'm not mad at that, honestly. That honestly, I'm very upset that we well, anyways, it's fine. It's fine. All right. <laughs> Let me add another one. So this is still will be within the Travis Porter age. That's when Music Money Magnums came out. So I know at every college party there, that yeah. that was happening when he flicked the lights off. <laughs> then, <laughs> Look, let me tell you, something, I, man. Travis Porter. Every I don't I don't care who you were. If you, those people that are listening that was in college when Travis Porter was out, it was an amazing song. I just I just remember it was man, it, those were the party starters for sure. It really was. It really was. Good days, man. Ten years ago, hard to believe. I'm not gonna lie, nobody shout out the candidate. Huh? Go ahead. Nah, I was about to say nobody brought up um finally famous. Big Sean? Nah, that wasn't filmed that one. Yeah, we know who yeah, yeah, it was cool. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but was like cool. I, I think I, I think everybody had a stronger top five. Yeah, now nah, I mean he that was a good album though. That was his it first was. definitely it definitely. Was. It was Maybe did somebody I, mention uh, ambition? He was by just Wale. starting out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By uh by Wale. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Ambition that I, I thought somebody said it. Yeah, I said yeah, yeah. I'm just remembering. Yeah, yeah he has some good track. But yo, it's um, it, uh, Valentine's Day is about to pop up. Which I which I got planned. Or does anybody have anything planned? What can you have planned? It's a pandemic. I mean, <laughs> you can't do nothing. We don't want to catch COVID. <laughs> I mean, are y'all doing anything you know? with y'all y'all significant other? You know what I mean? Y'all gonna poster? Y'all gonna you know what I mean? For with, him. Or, or I'm sorry, Jovi. You know, so, so you trying to come out with somebody, Jovi? You screamed out or him? Up, yeah. Who, who you about to put out there? Like, you gonna post somebody, Jovi? You about to post? <laughs> right. All we see is playlists. That's all y'all need to see. Mind y'all business. That's all y'all need to see. The fuck? You just put yourself on blast. Don't get it. Why don't, why don't the plate, not the face. So Jovi, Jovi, Jovi in the squad. Why don't y'all? Why don't y'all post y'all significant others? Why do or don't you? Yeah, why some do people do? I mean, like, you, I think you, some of y'all I mean do. you, you do, but so, nine times out of ten, when people are posting their significant other, it's for other people. They're not doing it because yeah. they don't want to really do it. They're doing it like, oh, I want to, I want, I really want to show these people what's going on in my life. But nine times out of ten, people really don't care. It's like, oh, they just, oh, okay, they just, you might end up in a group chat like, oh, look at this. But after that, it's like that's it. You know what I'm saying? Like the hype dies out. Like. I'm not saying that's know. why everybody posts, but a lot of people do post for that reason because they think everybody cares or like boom. But thank you for agreeing with me, Mike. Not yeah, really, Mike. Yeah, uh, yeah, come on. Now. What what are we doing here? What are we posting for? Is this for, is this for us? Is this going to make our relationship stronger? Like I might do it once in a while, but come on, at some point, you know, like we have to. We're up here. We let's not come down here and bring everybody into what we're doing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't How know, Mike. My significant other definitely likes to post me on his feed. Um, but I don't think it comes from a place of like him trying to like put everybody in our business or nothing like that. I think it comes from a place of like, like he knows that I, I like being posted on his page. He knows that I like that. And like, he doesn't tell me he's going to do it. He just does it. And then I see it and I'm like, oh, like he was thinking about me. How cute. You feel me? And I, I don't Let know. I personally something. like that. What's does, up? does that equate to like somebody giving you flowers? Um, no, I, I definitely prefer flowers. And then I definitely prefer flowers, but this is nice. But honestly, I think it, for me personally, it comes from a place that like in my past relationships or situationships or entanglements, like that was something that I wanted and like I would ask for it and it wasn't returned. Whereas here, like I didn't have to ask for it and he just did it off the strength, you know? So it's different when yeah, it's true. like something that just comes naturally to a person versus being having to ask and then they're like, oh no, I don't post my business, but they post everything fucking else going on in their life, you know? 
Is it a sense of honestly? Whoa, whoa, wait a minute. I honestly think. Look, I like those weekend albums. Honestly, think men and women. I honestly think men and women post for different reasons. And so, for example, right, like there was this post that was going around a while ago that was like when a when a man posts his woman, and it was like you know a short little caption. Then it was like when a woman posts like a paragraph, and it's like. Who's that paragraph for? Like, you could have just sent me that in the text. Message. I don't think. Like, you know what I'm saying? I don't you think women are doing all that anymore. No, nah, they. I'm gonna give you something else. I'm gonna give you something else. Like that's like when women be on, like they they go on a date or whatever, right? And y'all just post the dude arm. Why y'all just posting? Y'all posting the dude arm so people can hit no y'all up. Like, Ooh, what y'all no doing? Case. What's going no on? Face, no doing? case. Okay. Uh, look, see, y'all. see, see. Look. That, so, so, that who, means, so who's the post for? Like, who, like once again. What are we doing this for? What is the post for? What does it mean? Yeah. Just so like no- when, when women, like when women post, they they do right. They'll they'll cut their head out, but they'll but he'll still be in it, but she'll be Again. in it. It's like yeah, like we see. I know, who I know guys who do that. Most of my Maybe friends, that's what they do guys. before you before like the reveal. It's like if y'all out going somewhere and you have matching shoes on, then they'll take the picture of the shoes, but you'll never see her. <laughs> and eventually. All of a sudden, it's like this big reveal, post, happy birthday, whoever, blah, 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 blah. Like, some people like doing, like, that slow reveal prior to just throwing it up some person up there. So so what about after that? Like, all right, after the reveal, how often do I have to post? I mean, that's up to your relationship. Some people like it more. Some people like it Jovi, less. Jovi, how, how often should men post? I don't. I don't have the answers, Sway. I don't. I don't know. You don't have the answers, Jovi. But no, nah, these are these are real legit questions, though. You know. What I'm no, saying? that's like, facts. Honestly, that's the, what? No, I'm saying that's the that's the legit answer. It all depends on who you're dating. I've been in relationships where it was just like we didn't care about po- posts. Then I've been in relationships where we cared about posts. Like it all depends on the person. It's you care about posts? I've been in, me? No. Yeah. Like for instance, on my page, if you look at my actual page, my girl's not on it. But if you look at my story, she's always there. Like we're always doing shit together. So you 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 always seen her. You know she exists. She's just now on the actual page. There's people that feel a way about not being posted though. Like, oh all. yeah, for it's sure. Like yo, like definitely. I, as much as I do for you, you gonna get mad because I don't show people that I don't. A lot of people that I don't know, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's social media. Like at the end of the day, people gonna paint a picture anyway. You know what I mean? So, uh, is it a sense of like security though? Is it? Because I don't know. Is it? Honestly, it, I, I mean, okay. it could go either way because I know of some tr- some trifling women who like, you know, those women who like don't be interested into in a nigga until he posts that he like with somebody and then they all, oh, well, and now I see that he's like a good boyfriend or whatever. Like, let me be on his dick now. Like there are some trifling women who really think like that and vice versa. There are niggas, there are definitely niggas who like I've posted that I'm like, you know, date like you know outing oh who you want to date with not you my nigga why you want to know so it could go surprisingly posting people brings a lot of attention like it's weird it's like yo like it could be it could be a dude that's never had to i was about to say the h word it could be a dude that's never had women you post (laughs) you post no hoes they have no hoes (laughs) <laughs> yeah, they ain't had a hose. Look, it could be a dude that's never had the hose, and all of a sudden you post, then it's like coming out the woodwork. It's like, oh, whoa, whoa, like when this happened, it's like now you care. Like I'm confused. Like you didn't care a while ago, but now you see this that's is going right. on. It's some trifling women it's weird. out here. It's but but men and men, women, men and women do that. Trifling I mean, it all goes back to the uh, the the rotating conversation of living life on social media. Not, I mean. You have shit about your life that you want to keep private and you know, stuff you want to put out there. I mean, everything about your business doesn't have to be on social media. I mean, it's but really no requirement. Hand, I think social media, I think, has made like the world so seems so small and like everyone seems so reachable that like nowadays I don't feel like people like relation people are putting people aren't putting all of their eggs in one basket like people don't want to commit to just one person because they think that they can turn around and somebody else gonna hop in their dms or they can hop into somebody else's dms and like have all of these other social interactions and i hate that shit because social media has made it so easy for people to go out of town and just have relationships with people like these That's dating so apps, like I know people who like when they go out of town, they switch their location on dating apps and like they meet up with people from like, it's just, it's really on some other shit right now. Glad I'm out the game, y'all boys. <laughs> yeah. She just told everybody on the pod, I'm good, love, enjoy. 
So what are y'all doing for Valentine's Day since everybody's not posting? Wait, hold up. Hold up. Before, wait, hold wait, up. Before, wait, wait, wait. No, before we go can we any go further. One at a time? Can we go before, one at a time and everybody no. say whether they are going to be, like whether they do post a significant other or not? Because that was the question. Do no, you before do we even go there, I just want to what? shed light on this. It's not Valentine's Day. There's no M in it. What Valentine right. Valentine Day? First of all, it's not even a real holiday. It's not a real holiday anyway. So why that's who cares? That's a fact. I mean, you but brought still, it up. That nigga do talks like he got marbles in his mouth for real. <laughs> hey, yeah. That's a Jersey. That's a Jersey accent. Yeah, a gerbil. He's a gerbil. <laughs> oh, yes. Chipmunk. Chipmunk. Hey, hey, y'all go chill on me, man. Yeah, All right, so for real, for real, one at a time, are you or aren't you posting your significant other? You can start. Your social yeah, I'll, I'll go first. Yeah, I'll do it, but I'm not about to do it all the time. Because it's like, I don't, like, when I want to do it, I'm going to do it. But you're not about to, like, oh, Stronghold post me. you. Like, you know you. what I'm saying? Like, nah, whenever I feel like, oh, you know what I'm saying? We out of town, we having a good time. I'm a, I feel like posting some shit because that's what I want to do. I'm not going to post just to, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't feel like that's necessary. I hear you. Um, I my significant other definitely makes um some story um pop-ups, like he'll pop up on my story. I haven't revealed him in totality on my actual page. Um, but you know, soon come. Soon come. Stay tuned. It's the same thing to be honest. No, I you mean could, you could leave that story up there in the highlights. I don't have huh? no, I don't have any highlights. I don't keep no highlights. Um that shit just oh, seems so hard for me to manage. I'm like an 80 year old woman on a cell phone, but he'll he'll pop up on my story <laughs> or whatever. Um, I also am a big advocate of post a plate, not the face. You feel me? No face, no case. Um, I do that even though he my whole man. You feel me? But maybe he'll make an appearance. Does he, do you think he feel a way about that? I don't think so. About, about you just posting a plate and not the face? I don't think so. I hope not. If you're listening, yeah, I was about to say he should. I'm definitely on his page. Right? Yeah. Right. She said, "Damn, does he?" Yeah, so he does it. Never thought Damn. about that. <laughs> you know where home at? It's okay. Where? Nah, that's tough. Now, if a man would have said that, <laughs> oh, yeah. chill. chill, crucify him. Chill on me. <laughs> Go ahead, single right. as a Pringle, Michael. Uh, I mean, I'm just saying it depends on on how on how she feels. You know, I mean, like if, if it means that much to you, then sure. But I don't, I don't pers- a lot of personal stuff on my page anyway. Like that's just how I grew up, and you know, I guess the, the type of way I grew up. I don't even post my mom. I don't mention. I don't make mention of my family or anything like that. So the closer you are to me, probably the further you are going to be away from my page. So I mean, um, it depends. If it means that much to her, then huh? Yeah. That is- hey, yeah, every, hey, Mike, take a look Mike at- got he riding bikes on his page, having fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? You know, so nobody, nobody will ever be having fun. Nobody will ever be able to know what's going on in my life by my page. Just him, just <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. No family members, no, no nothing, no nothing. Okay, I'm not mad at it. Yo, quick question. This is off topic a little bit, but why do people post happy birthdays? To people that don't have Instagram, <laughs> I, I don't. I mean, like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like people, people be like, "Yeah, happy birthday to my little cousin just turned two. This like sometimes it be like, like I know that uh, like when my mom's birthday rolls around, she some of her friends follow me on um, whatever it is, Facebook or Instagram, even though my mom is not on social media at all. But most times it's like because I look cute in those pictures and it's her day, and she don't have cool, it, but. People, we, you know, People be posting like they nephews be having like Instagrams like yeah happy birthday to my nephew everybody say happy birthday it's like some people uh, are like legit ad- some people are legit addicted to the notifications that come into their phone like That's I think it's it's like they, like like they just want somebody addiction. to say something they just want it's some weird. kind of interaction yeah it's, it's really weird that's kind of weird to me I don't know did uh Duke ever mention uh Duke no and he was the first one pressing the issue. I was just bringing it up because, you know, Valentine's Day is this weekend. Uh, so um, I'll post me and my lady, you know, on, the, you know, if we going somewhere, um, she don't ever press me out. You know what I mean? We just do what we do and keep moving. You know what I mean? I, I'm not really a, a type of cat to post my location or where I'm at. You know what I mean? It's, it's 
I'm an, I, I usually be in a moment, you know what I mean? But um, I have been in situations in the past where women have pressed me out, you know, to post certain things. And I mean, you know, like, this is my gram, you know what I mean? You, you're not, you're not, you don't got the password, you know what I mean? So like, I'm in a situation where uh, we have an understanding and, you know, this is, this, that's my lady. Not mad at it, uh, yeah. not mad at it. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, but I just wanted to ask y'all real quick, you know what I mean? Valentine's Day is, is popping off very soon this weekend. So happy Valentine's Day to all our listeners, you know? Valentine, my bad, Mike. Valentine's Day. Valentine's. Valentine's Day. <laughs> I don't know, sometimes you can. Sometimes you do kind of have to hold some people accountable, but like not go, like not go. Depending on what they, yeah, yeah, it, like, these, like this, exactly. that's like Kevin Hart tweet. Yeah, man, At, like, like Kevin Hart, that tweet was probably like ten years before, you know, what I'm saying he had that gig, and then like it's like, oh, boom, we found it. And the thing about it was, it was a, a lot of people that wasn't even Kevin Hart supporters, so you know they were just looking for something, and then reaching out when he got that Grammys gig, it was like, oh yeah, y'all got to take him off. It's like. Bro, he said that a while ago. He doesn't feel like that now. Like he, like the thing is, can people get a time to mature, like exactly. to right their wrongs, or like people grow? Am I gonna, you or know. are you gonna hold me to be the same person the rest of my life? Like exactly, people grow. Yeah, we're forever evolving and changing. So you just gotta accept people for who they are at that current time and current moment, you know, and, and forgive them for what they have done in the past. Because at the end, of the day, we're people. You know what I mean? Like Mike, we spoke about MLK last week. Like he's he's not a, a superhuman. You know what I mean? We gotta look at this man as he's a person. So people gotta really take these people with a grain of salt and, and just re- like realize they're human. Yeah, and stop being, being offended. Like celebrities and all these other people. And just people in general, stop putting people on a, on a pedestal. Like people make mistakes, you know what I mean? Like they're gonna they're gonna say things they don't mean. Sometimes they're gonna speak out of context. Sometimes they're gonna make mistakes. And you know, just don't don't put everybody on a pedestal and expect everybody to be perfect, man. You know, that's, that's where I, I look at it. Like I was talking, I was I, I put everybody on with like Cutthroat City. We talked about that last week, and um, everybody's mad at at Ti. Good movie, by the way. Definitely was it a good movie? I heard different reviews. Yeah, definitely, definitely a good joint. It was creative. It was creative. Rizzo put had something up his sleeve. You know, I mean, it was kind of like a knockoff set it off, but you know, it was cool. Pretty good. But the culture is upset with Ti because of a situation that he can't control. He was just an actor in that in that whole scene. TV, you want to break it down? Yeah. So basically. The man had vertigo in the movie. You know what I'm saying? Like that was his role. You know what I'm saying? You you use a drug dealer that had vertigo. Like, what do you want me to do? Like, I'm gonna act the part out. My question is, who who wrote the movie, and why was that essential to the story? Like, I haven't seen the movie yet, but was this a, like essential to the storyline that he had to have vertigo? No, Rizzo so, like, from Wu-Tang. It was the was the director. <laughs> Like, no, was that why, like, when, they, when they were in the writer's room, when he was like, no, he has to have it. <laughs> <laughs> the storyline would not work. Like, was that Yo, the, it the, might have been based on a true story. So the movie was based in New Orleans. So it could be some dude, some legend in New Orleans that we don't know about that had Vertiligo and he happened to be a street legend. You know the you know story of Vertiligo, Vinny? But- <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm not. I mean, granted, I haven't seen the movie, but I don't see that one detail being like so pivotal for the entire movie that they. The thing about it, it looked real. It did. It, it looked, definitely did look real. It looked like he actually had it. Like you know what I'm saying? Like what's the what's the big deal? You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. we got focusing on that issue because it was Ti. It's like, oh wait, hold on. Ti don't got that. Like, like come on, now. Like, Harris. What's going on? But like. You know, I wasn't phased by it though. Like, I'm not canceling Ti. People were saying, "Why couldn't you get I mean, somebody to have vertigo?" Like, where's yeah. I don't I don't know the correlation of like I, I don't been, see it. It could have been just because it's Ti, because Ti has been taking some L's recently. Big yes. L's, big, big L's. So L's. I think it Twitter may have L's been though, more so we can't really. No, actually, no. He's been taking some bad L's. I'm not going. No, it's some bad can't L's. Even defend him. Can't even defend him. He said, not talk to his girls to yes. stop prevention time. I was just like, you, you knew that wasn't going to go over well. And who says that publicly? Yeah, that's why I was yeah. like, oh, yeah, that was bad. That's terrible. That was very bad. Well, are we going to, like, be mad? Technically, go ahead, Mike. can cancel him for this because we're not a part of the Ventilago community. We should not be sensitive. If but, you looked but, at the comments, though, it was people that didn't even have it. Complaining about it, bro. Like, what do you... But is it, is it, oh, look, forgive me, forgive me for asking that, but isn't that the point of acting? 
Yeah. 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 Like, get on Jamie Foxx because he's not blind, but he played Ray Charles. Pass it around. Yo, he what if the, played the hell out of that role, though. Let he me did, say, he, he played the hell out of that role. That was a good role. Uh, he was pandering oh, wait, to the community. I don't know. Wait, Mike, did you say Did you say hey, you don't yo. see, Wait, hold on, hold on. Real, real quick, hey, y'all. Yo. Mike, did you say you don't see blind people mad at that? <laughs> oh, I guess, boy. I guess, I don't know. Oh. I don't know a blind person that's seen the movie. I don't know. I don't know. It's a blind person that's seen the movie. yo. Yeah, this whole pop about to get canceled, y'all. Yeah. I'm just saying. Wow. I, look, wow. I, yeah, that was funny to me. I like that joke, Mike. Wow. Yeah. I don't know if it's a joke <laughs> or not, but. Yes, you did. Wow. Settle down, tuberculosis. Hey, Settle down, yo. Hey, yo. My bad, my bad. My people, yeah, if, if you're listening to this, my bad. No, no offense, you know. All jokes. Y'all are ridiculous. Jokes. Y'all are ridiculous. It's a new topic, because y'all just got so. That shit went left real quick. Um. <laughs> Let's go ahead and wrap this up. It's always your fault. It's always your fault. Um, But nah, um, let's go ahead and wrap up with our put you on segment. As you all know, this is a segment where we put you on to um, either new books that we're reading, some shows, some movies, anything really that we think y'all would enjoy. Um, I guess I'll kick it off. I've got two things that I want to put y'all on to. The first one is this uh, comedy series on Netflix called I'm Sorry. Um, It's hella Caucasian, but it's actually really, really funny. Like I laughed out loud at multiple points in this show. Um, So I think y'all would enjoy it. Oh, yo, that show uh, is funny as hell. Hilarious, yo. Oh, my God. Y'all got to check it out. (laughs) Um, it's about, yeah. I think they've got two series. They're two series deep, but I thoroughly enjoyed that show. Um, and then I got on a, another end of the spectrum. I got this book called All About Love by Bell Hooks. And that book is flawless from start to finish. Um, she pretty much dives deep into, um, like she defines, she gives an actual definition of love and just uh, discusses it in every sense, in uh, platonic relationships, relationships with parents, um, significant other relationships, just every vessel of love. And she does a really, really good job of making it in a really digestible and easy to read uh, way. Again, it's called All About Love by Bell Hooks. She's a black woman. And I honestly love the book so much. I've read it twice already. And it's the gift that I got like all of my either female friends and female family members um, for Christmas. I really, really enjoyed it. Now, it's funny because like doing that whole exchange, I just remember TB like having to edit himself. And it just made me think like, and then talking about all the social media stuff, it just made me think about why we have to stop and edit ourselves like too much these days. Everybody's like offended of everything. Like if TV wants to say he got holes or he had holes or he knows people that had holes or didn't have holes. No, he don't. Yeah, you know, like, no, nah, I know, I know TV, right. he's a I good don't. guy. Yeah. You know, he's a good guy. He doesn't Thank have you. holes. They put black man but if I want to, but if I want to say hoes, I want to say hoes. Right. Does if it doesn't, if it doesn't apply to you, then don't, don't let it. If it don't t- apply, it let it fly. It's right. a lot. Like, everybody's sensitive about a lot of stuff nowadays, though. That's way too much. Sensitive at that. Sense I that. feel like the issue is everybody just just wants to feel involved or have an issue about something like it might not even relate to them like it could be something that's just doesn't doesn't have no context to you but it's like oh you know what I don't like the way that sounds I'm gonna say something I'm gonna feel a way about it and this is like yo you're giving your you're giving this energy to all of this and it doesn't even relate to you like you know what I see I see a trend with like this cult with, with a lot the generation now and kind of I guess pop culture now is everybody wants to be a victim. Like when you hear about everybody telling their experiences or you hear about people telling about what they go through and everything like that, it's, it's almost like people are trying to one-up each other. Like somebody will mention the Holocaust and then a black person will come in and mention slavery. Or like some- it's a struggle Olympics or some shit. Wait, like- no, it's the yeah, other way you know around, I mean? Mike. It's the other way around. Black people I mean, bring look, up slavery. That's somebody else bringing up the Holocaust. It doesn't matter. It now just, too. Like, Damn. See, you see what I'm saying? It doesn't matter. Damn, like, you got me. Somebody, yeah, somebody <laughs> brings up, you know, race, and then somebody else will bring up gender or something like that. And it's like, yo, everybody's trying to trying to talk about how they. Everybody wants to play a victim, and everybody wants to be like the person that made it from the rubble and made it from nothing and all this stuff like that. And I feel like that's why people get fake offended and all this stuff. Like, now make no mistake about it. I'm not saying. Let anybody talk to you any time, you know, any kind of way, anything like that. But I think we just got to put things in the context. I don't, I don't think we should be so hopped up on what people say as much as we should be on what they do and what their actions say. Like, I know I've been guilty of saying some non-political, you know, correct things. 
I know that, you know, I'm sure we all have, but I would like to think that my actions, you know, speak different. You know what I mean? I mean, anybody who knows me knows I'm not, you know, you know, I guess hating, hateful of another group or anything like that. But sometimes I make jokes, you know, sometimes I say things and it, it is what it is, you know, but I feel like as a generation and as a culture, we got to get better at um, putting things into context. Like I said, don't let anybody talk to you any type of way or disrespect you or anything, but put things into context and think about, you know, what is this? Is it really, you know, something to get offended upon or did this person really mean any harm by this? So I don't know. That was just where I, where my thought went when you said that. I don't know. One of my, uh, one of my favorite pastimes is like whenever somebody says some kind of hot topic and just looking at the comments of all the butthurt people like responding when didn't nobody ask your opinion those are some of my favorite pastimes like this all kind of ties into like cancel culture too like you know what i'm saying just because somebody says something that that you don't completely agree with or it's like people digging up old tweets like why, why are we doing that like are you are you you're really looking for something then when you find it it's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be really mad about that. Like, you can't hold somebody accountable for something that they said a while ago. Like, that's really, that's really petty. And it's like, you look, uh, this is movie on Netflix. It's called Ma Rennie's Black Bottom. It was uh, one of Chadwick Boseman's last movies. And he definitely, like, had, a, like, a lot of monologues on it. I don't want to give it away. It's like an old school movie based in Chicago. Had a lot of notable people in there, too. But I don't want to give too much away. But it's something people should definitely check out. That's what was the movie. title again? Uh, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Yeah, that's a great movie. I saw that earlier, um, earlier in the year, and it was definitely a great performance. Chadwick Boseman. Like it had some deep messages in there too. It did. It did. Definitely check that out if you haven't yet. Um, Is it on Netflix? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's definitely a good one. Uh, speaking of movies, I do have one. It's a very old movie, but it's a good one. Um, it's just called JFK, and it's by Oliver Stone. It was made in like 1991. I want to say. That's an old head. 1992. So yeah, it's an old movie, but it's an amazing movie. It's kind of long, but there's a reason before. There's a reason behind it. So definitely, if you're into like conspiracies and history and all that stuff like that, check it out. JFK by Oliver Stone. Amazing movie. Kevin Costner's in it. Um, they got some heavy hitters. Tommy Lee Jones is in it as well. And and then I also encourage you to do some research after you watch the movie because and almost everything they talk about in the movie is actually facts. So check that out, JFK. Um, it's an old movie. And then I have a book that a friend of mine actually just published not too long ago. Uh, his name is Carlos Muhammad. He's an author. He's based out of Baltimore, originally from Buffalo. But he's written a few other books. But this is his newest release. It's on Amazon. It's called Systemic Racism and American Poetic Analysis. So it's basically poems um, and, you know, just different, different writing styles. Uh, very brilliant brother. Very deep. If you're into you know poetry and just reading and enlighten yourself and other things like that, definitely check it out. It's on Amazon. It's only like six dollars or something like that. But check it out. Great friend of mine, great artist. Don't um, buy books off Amazon. Don't go to a bookstore. Like well, I don't. I would expect bookstores to be ab- obsolete. Like absolutely. I know don't it's a lot more convenient. I don't think it's in a bookstore. Mm. So that's only, yeah. I, Amazon is the only place where I know it is right now. But if it wasn't a bookstore, definitely go to a bookstore and buy it. But for this, preferably a black-owned bookstore. That's no. Absolutely, absolutely. But for this one, I don't think it's in bookstores. So just get this one on Amazon. That's a good point, though. So um, all right. So last month, uh, it's been a year since we lost Kobe, and how I spent most of my day was watching Detail with Kobe. And it kind of harkens back to the conversation we had in the previous episode, or our first episode, when we were talking about how, you know, we have people talking about the game of basketball. They don't understand assignments. They understand what uh, some of the finer details of actually seeing in the game. They kind of watch for that entertainment purposes. And just listening to Kobe, it just feels like he's in the room with you, and he's breaking down play by play. And I started out with the next generation. So watching Ben Simmons, watching – who was it? Uh, Sabrina out of Oregon, who, who was just him breaking down. Sabrina is amazing. So I'm looking forward to seeing what she does this year as far as the WNBA goes. Then um, the other one was uh, Trey. Ice Trey. Here we go. So he was just breaking down their games itself. And I felt like I've learned so much. Like I grew up playing basketball majority of my life. And 
hearing the finer details of the game, I was getting stuff that I haven't even heard before. So, I mean, I definitely, I definitely recommend it to anyone. And it's, they have multiple sports. They have Peyton Manning for football. If you like UFC like myself, that Daniel Cormier breaking things down. And I believe KD actually did an episode as well. So definitely recommend watching that, especially if you actually love the game and you want to just take your understanding of it to the next level. Nah, those are definitely good ones. Uh, I'm going to put you on with, with an app. It's called uh, Secret Flying. Um, and what this app does is narrow down, like, the cheapest flights from point A to point B. Uh, there's a flight right now from New York to um, Spain for $138 round trip. Uh, so I've pretty much been keeping my eye on this app. Um, oh, it's called Secret Flying. They got a website, too. Um, I actually learned off Clubhouse. All the some Actually, some of the, some of the BS through Clubhouse, good stuff, huh? I follow that page on Twitter. Okay, yep, it's some good stuff on there, some good gems. And then there's one more, right? So if you're on Facetime with someone, you know, if you double tap your screen, your screen will get bigger. Yeah, that's cat. No, I'm dead serious. I, I I'm putting you on. I hate Facetime. I don't know. It's I like know. three different types to like sizes too. Yeah, if I'm on FaceTime with somebody, I tap my screen twice, it'll make my yep. screen bigger. Yep, it'll make it bigger. How much bigger can it get? My face is already on the whole screen. I don't get it. No, no, the other person's other face. person's face is on the whole screen. I mean, how much bigger can it get? It can only get as big as the screen, right? I mean, it'll overpower the other person. You can see yourself over the person. You're talking about the, the little box that you can see yourself in. You double tap that. In yeah, your, yeah, yeah, yeah. In the, in the whole screen, right it'll expand. But yeah, that's my put you on for this week. All right, y'all boys, thank you for tapping in. With I, honestly, I was trying to uh, Facetime somebody to see if I can make my screen <laughs> bigger. I ain't even gonna hold you. <laughs> no, but thank you for tapping in to Top Five Podcasts again. You've been listening to Joe Ve. We've got Duke, TV, Michael, and Marquise. Thank you for listening. Tune in, and we'll see y'all next time. Yeah, yeah. Make sure y'all double tap, yeah. subscribe, follow us, all that good stuff. Interact with us, stories on the gram. Holla at y'all.